1: little bit about the decision of the U.S. Supreme Court on the Roe v. Wade in Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Health Organization, a case that has just caused so much uproar in the country among men and women. But what I want to talk about is two things. First off, I want to talk about what the Biden administration is doing. They obviously have disagreed vehemently with the court and they've made that very loud and clear that they disagree with the court's decision. I don't know personally on a personal note how they could disagree with the decision because all it did is what it should have done in the first place is send that decision back to the states and the states can decide and the people in those states can decide. It did not stop abortion. It did not outlaw abortion. It simply sent it back to the states. But what the Biden administration is now actively promoting is a website that provides information for minors age 15 and younger to avoid parental notification laws. I'm just so insulted about that as a parent. And the three ladies here today are all parents. That same website falsely asserts that chemical abortion can be used up to 11 weeks of pregnancy when the FDA has only approved it up to 10 weeks. What I feel is that the White House could have done something much better for women. They could have directed women's attention to thousands of pregnancy resource centers across the country that are ready, willing, and able to assist women with everything from counseling to car seats. They provide other things like diapers, formula, baby clothes, cribs, parenting classes, financial and job training, emotional and professional support. All of those things would benefit pregnant women, women in general, humanity in general, over trying to teach people how to subvert the system and lie to your parents. I just find this really upsetting. And my question, Becky and Judy, is is our administration doing women a favor here by what they're doing? Or is this something that kind of seems anti-woman rather than pro-woman? Depends on who you ask.
0: (laughs) Doesn't it? I guess you're right. Yeah. It really depends on who you ask. So, and every opinion is going to be different depending upon which way you think. So I think, and I do think very conservatively on this. I am pro-life, and it seems to me like the government is trying to be people pleaser or female pleaser with regard to this particular issue, and they want to give the women everything that they're, they're shouting about, and I, I sometimes, um, I forget where it is in the Bible, but sometimes God does give you what you shout for the most. And in very human terms, basically saying, okay, I I hear you. I've been hearing you and I've been hearing you and hearing you for days, weeks, months, years here, here's what you're asking for. It's not in my plan. It's not the best idea. Here's what you're asking for. Let's see how this works for you. And that's in that's Becky ease. That's Becky language. But you know, if we scream, yell loud enough, well, chances are you might get things to sway your way. And this is happening in a big way with regard to the government trying to give the people what they want. But the Supreme Court, as you mentioned, Linda, actually did the right thing in reversing this, which as they have stated, should never have, have been the other way to begin with. Um, I, I think this is going to go on for quite a while because there's so much detail to it it's not a simple no more abortions or abortions it it covers a huge range of this that timelines uh you mentioned the fda will approve up to did you say 10 weeks
1: yes 10 weeks
0: for a chemical chemical
1: abortion. abortion right
0: uh, but the government wanted to up that to 11
1: no the, the what other their, their website says 11 and it incorrectly states that so it's it's misleading to people uh, with chemical abortion because it's stating one thing but it's that one thing is not what the FDA has approved it's a mess
0: it's a really big mess right now and it's going to take a long time to sort these things through but to answer your question i think the government is trying to give people what they say they want what they think they want and i think they're in for a a rough road
2: i you know i i personally you know when i look at okay so you asked is is this administration really believe that they are for women, for all women. And what I find interesting is I I don't, I don't think they're for anybody but themselves, women or men or children. Um, I feel that their main purpose is to, is to remain in power. And I think that they're misguided when they think that um, supporting abortion and uh, being pro-choice um, is going to help them get elected. I think that they're, they're badly mistaken because if you just look at how we ended up where we are today concerning this decision, we have people who voted, all right, all across America they put Trump, okay, and a conservative administration in the White House, knowing full well that um, new justices were going to be chosen and that in, they, they knew the path. Uh, I think America already knew that. Um, and to say that they're representing all women or that the majority of women in America believe that you should be pro-choice. I think, I do think that they're mistaken. Um, I I believe that there's many more women who believe in pro-life. I think if we took, um, you know, a poll to really find that out, I, I, I don't, has that ever happened? Have you ever seen a poll, How you know, how many women, just women, no men actually believe in
1: pro-choice versus- I I don't think that we know because they, you know, a poll, a poll is a poll. A poll is a very small percentage, Mm -hmm. but you know what, what we do know for fact is that abortions from 1973, when Roe v. Wade went into effect Mm -hmm. to now to, to just before this law was changed, abortions were half, are half so half the people are getting abortions we rather than say 1.6 million it is like 800,000 so that tells you that that more women are not getting abortions now that could be for a lot of reasons it could be that birth control is better and more available and so so they're not getting pregnant as much I don't know. I don't know the answer to that, but I I do believe that there is a shift in the, the mind of America to, to go ahead and have these babies. And, you know, Texas is one of the States that has now outlawed abortion, but all the things that I mentioned about the diapers and the, the education and helping the moms in every way, Texas is doing. And these pro-women pregnancy centers will also provide training for fathers so that mothers will be supported in their parenting. And they also provide adoption referrals if a woman decides that that's what's best for her. they they do, I believe, they do a service for women far better and far more important, for society, then does the, the, the abortion centers or the places that are telling our kids that are under 18 years old, how to uh, pull one over on their parents. I, you know, what this reminds me of it, it really bothers me about them telling kids 15 uh, years old, how to get around the parental notification laws. In, in Austria, when Hitler took over, they went into the schools and they basically told the kids that the state is now in charge. All the mothers who stayed home had to go to work and, and they took care of the kids for free, but they also indoctrinated the kids. And they told the kids that you don't have to listen to your parents and look at us now just there there was uh the, the school board, the it was the NEC, the national education something, they have said that they're gonna take the word mother out of schools. I mean that this is just crazy. This I is not that. what the our government should not be teaching our children how to disregard their parents.
0: Or circumvent. Yeah, publicly well, <laughs> go. I give them the runaround. Mm
2: -hmm. It goes right back to
0: the Marxist theory
2: where the first thing you do is dismantle the family. Yes, exactly. And, and this just, just proves that it just, it is another way for them to dismantle the the family unit.
0: So Um, in my parents' hometown, little Owasso, Michigan, they have a crisis pregnancy center, like you just mentioned, Linda. And this crisis pregnancy center has been a tremendous help to the people in that town. And for some, because the Roe v. Wade has changed, there's a general consensus that people don't want these crisis pregnancy centers because they help you find adoption agencies. They help you take care of the baby if you choose to keep them. They help provide materials for, you know, such as diapers and um, formula or mental health help and so on. They're they're like a whole little social works encapsulated into this little crisis pregnancy center. That's why they're there, which I think should be a tremendous resource and people should really look on those. But in this little town about... mm, However, whatever the time frame is, since this has changed, uh, in church uh, a week ago Sunday, in the back, after the service had started, in walks two females. Although I'm told you couldn't tell if one was really a female or not, all dressed in black, head to toe, and they sat in the very back row, and. S- left before the service was over and there had been some sort of parade in town and a lot of um, picketing that went on during this parade between abortion and right to life and pro-choice and they're assuming they came to see what it was all about or unfortunately some have suggested they came to see if it was worth going to and destroying or something, but um, you're right. There are the crisis pregnancy centers are probably few and far between, but that is something that's going to be absolutely instrumental with these changes. And I don't understand why the pro-choicers are completely against these crisis pregnancy centers.
2: Yes. they, They think that if it's, um, more, they, they want to make it easier to abort your child than to, um, have the child to term, give birth and give the child, um, up for adoption, uh, just to support their own cause. Uh, and what I, I find interesting and I, and I, I hear this often is that, um, through this decision, that somehow women have lost their constitutional right, that it was taken away from them, and what I don't, I, I've never seen in the Constitution at all, the right to an abortion. Have have you guys? No. I've never seen that. I've never, I I, I don't I, I don't understand that rhetoric personally. Uh, when you look at the decision what it did was it, it took it out of the, the federal mandate and gave it back to the states and lets each state decide for themselves when in essence, it's the people, the people will decide what's right for themselves, not the government. Um, and that's what our whole constitution is based on. It's the rights of the, of all people. And um, what also really bothers me is all of these big corporations like, um, Uber, Amazon, um, Levi Strauss amazed me. I think Disney, Disney, of course,
1: Disney. Disney, Well, they're doing this because and, and, and you're going right into the point I was going to make exactly is that Biden's commerce department, um, issued a formal statement declaring that restoring state's ability to determine their own abortion policies will interfere with women living happy, healthy, and fulfilling lives. You've got to be kidding me. They, they say right. that having an abortion enables millions of women to fully participate in our society as though, as though having a child doesn't allow you to do that. Is it, that this is a totally Marxist idea that that having abortion will enable them to be better economic producers. We need these children. We, we have a zero population growth in this country. We need children in order to have more adults that will keep America going and to keep our job market going. That this is a, a thing that, that we just it, it's not going to happen by bringing all these adult males that don't speak English over the border that are selling drugs and doing all kinds of other things. It's it, this is not the answer, but I, I don't think our administration is doing women a favor. In fact, I take it as an insult, the way that they are looking at this as an insult to women because men and women just, just as, as we are created are built to procreate. And that is, I mean, that is as a mom of four kids here, that, that is the greatest joy in life. And, and to have somebody just have this motivation to go ahead and, and have whatever fun that they want to have. And then, you know, go murder the result of it i just i don't get I, I and i don't get our government saying that that's okay either way the last point i was going to make and we can keep talking about this af- after the break if you'd like is just that people need to read the decision they, they are misunderstanding the, the decision as it was written by the supreme court it simply as you said judy gives the decision to each state. We are all part of whatever state we live in. And the three of us live in three different states. So our three different states will probably have different decisions on abortion. And that's as it should be. The people should decide. This is Dr. Peter McCullough. Do you know there's no other condition that I'm aware of where vitamins and supplements make such a big difference than COVID-19? We have a an abundance of data that we need to be replete with a variety of micronutrients and that includes vitamins minerals and other substances our bodies need i rely on healthy cell super boost that's immune super boost it's a, a gel pack that can be taken every day i like to do it before i exercise and before i go out it's a wonderful supplement it gives me the immune super boost that i need go to healthycell.com Use the promotional code OUTLOUD and get a discount on your first order. Let's get real. Let's get loud on America Out Loud Talk Radio.
2: Many Americans worry about their health four times a day. That's 120 times per month to minimize the worries. Leading nutritional supplement company Healthy Cell created Immune Super Boost, an immune supplement that contains full effective doses of science backed nutrients like vitamin C, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea, all in a -a one-a-day, pill-free, ultra-absorption ingestible gel. Supporting a strong and resilient immune system can be simple. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code AMERICA50 for 50% off any order of Immune Super Boost. That's HealthyCell.com, H-E-A-L-T-H-Y-C-E-L-L, and use code AMERICA50 for
0: 50% off. Visit GenesisFolger.com forward slash out loud for a free ebook on everything you need to know about HOCL and receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you'll be ready for what's next.
2: Hey, welcome back to Ladies of Liberty Sound Off. I'm Judy Moran, uh, and I was invited here by my great friend Linda Martinelli, uh, who is an amazing entrepreneur and businesswoman. She also has her own talk show with her husband uh, and called Talking While Married, also on this same network, and it's fantastic. She talked me into joining this show, and I'm so happy. And then I talked my girlfriend, Becky, into joining. <laughs> and uh, so, so we're here, the three of us, Becky Colmainen, who is uh, an extraordinary voice talent, a uh, spectacular mom, a pretty good wife, I think. <laughs> and she's a great friend. And I love both of their brains. So we're, gonna, we're all going to share our brains with you today. So, you know, I was thinking about this, ladies. Our, our, uh, the name of our show is Ladies of Liberty Sound Off. And so I do want to sound off about something today. Okay. Um, and it is about, um, the basketball player, the women's basketball player that they're holding in Russia for violating their drug laws. And it's become this humongous, huge media circus Um, And I've been reading quite a bit about it, but uh, this is, I read this by JD ship and this is what he had to say about it. Uh, He said, so let me get this straight. And he's talking about this basketball player and uh, you refuse to be on the basketball court during the national Anthem. Then you go even further and say, that it shouldn't be played before any games during the season. Now this basketball player represents America. Then you stupidly try to carry illegal drugs into a foreign country and get caught and locked up. Then you want the country that you apparently have absolutely no respect for to come to your rescue. Well, I hope you enjoy your time in the Siberian work camp, LOL. And I I mean, I laughed. I said, exactly. You know, she's saying, I miss my wife. I miss my family. I miss my teammates. It kills me to know that they are suffering so much right now. I'm grateful for whatever anybody can do. Well, do I want anybody in a Siberian work camp? No, I really don't but give me a break. Okay. This is ridiculous. She knew exactly what she was doing in one article. She said, Oh, I was in a hurry packing and somehow my cartridges accidentally got put in my suitcase. Well, well, what were you doing with any cartridges anyways in Russia? You know, it's nobody's fault. It's your fault. And, and you have, While you were here in America, you completely disrespected us. You hated America. You hated the flag. And now you're crying out for America to come and rescue you. I really, that's what I'm sounding off on. That's what I'm sounding off on. I wonder if her tune has changed. If now she appreciates the freedoms that our forefathers that all of the, all of the soldiers in every war have fought for that that my son-in-law is fighting for that she doesn't appreciate any of that she's going to take a knee right well i'm sorry what's her name i'm sorry I, I
1: have to say, Becky, I know you, you're me, dying to say something and you need to say it because okay. I wish that our audience could see your facial expressions this whole time. <laughs> I just wanted to tell Brittany I'm taking a knee for her.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. You can just sense it. Can't you? You can just. <laughs> I want to hear. Like, oh my gosh. It's And you know what? Actually, Judy, everything that you said was so spot on and and truly it's like put a period on that because what else needs to be said? If you are going to diss the United States as an Olympian who is supposed to not only is she representing America on the basketball team, but as an Olympian and America holds Olympians in such high regard that it's just. Stupid, and I remember we're not supposed to use that word, but that was really, really stupid. That she thinks, oh, you know what, I did that, but okay, America will save me. It's like I'm sorry, the Flash is not going to come in and just swoop her out. And Biden, exactly, can you see? I'm just <laughs>
3: yeah, can see. Biden him. is
0: like, we're going <laughs> to do everything we can to get her out. Well, are you going to use our resources to do that? Well, and. So she's that special? And I'm I know there will be lots of people like, yes, she is. She is that special. She's an Olympian. Wait a minute, think about that. Think about what she's done. How disrespectful. And then to say, oh, you know, I was in a hurry and I just accidentally put them in my suitcase instead of well, it's not like you weren't gonna take them with you. If they weren't gonna be in your suitcase, they were gonna be on your person somewhere or in your backpack or something. It's not like you didn't, don't, and won't. So I don't have a lot of sympathy. Don't have any empathy, I suppose. But um, no. I mean, it's just a big no. You, you, I'm trying to think of the right words to say here. It's like you made your bed, you sleep in it. There are all sorts of little euphemisms you can use, but you, you messed up. You really messed up. Now, does it deserve 10 years in prison i would say no not at all and i think that's russia making a point because russia feels they can do that and they're going to make an example of this and they can have in quote air quotes an american in their prison which is sort of like uh, we've got one of yours it's like you're not in this war but we've got one of yours and we're going to keep her and and she's right. In the letter that she sent home to her wife, she said, I don't know that I'm ever going to be able to come home. She may not.
1: Well, and but- that's very true. But you know what? She's not the only one over there. And there are other Americans. There's the gentleman, um, I don't recall his name, that is over there in prison for 15 years because a few years ago he went there to a friend's wedding. And then they arbitrarily accused him of espionage. I don't know what evidence they had. I know that he has been locked up there for years and he he was just a a guy from America, like a a businessman type of guy. And there are others there. So it's not just her. And, you know, his family was extremely insulted that Biden spoke to her, spoke uh, on her behalf when he hasn't done that for the businessman. And, you, you know, here, here's the point. You made a point, Judy, about her being an Olympian or Becky, one of you did about her being an Olympian and how we respect, you know what, those are the people that our kids are supposed to be able to look up to. They're not supposed to be breaking the law. They're not supposed to be taking a knee. They are not supposed to be giving our kids uh, uh, the example to use drugs. I have no sympathy for this woman because she Everybody who goes over to Russia is told, and especially on a team like this, don't even think about bringing anything with drugs into that country. This is their laws. It is their laws for their people. Their people cannot use drugs, or they have a big prison sentence as well. Why would we think that we should be exempt from that? Because of what? Because you can throw a basketball? No. No. No, this, this person broke their law and whether or not we think that 10 years is too much. And obviously we're letting people out for shooting people the very next day. So obviously we don't think anything's too much here, but we, uh, we have to respect other countries laws just as we would expect other people to respect ours although our president is not doing that and letting everybody run over our border illegally. But I mean, that, this is the, the world we're living in right now and you know, they, they can fight for her, but if they're going to fight for her, they better fight for everybody else that Russia is holding over there, because it's not fair to, to single her out and, and fight for her. She broke their law and compounding that in my mind is her behavior on on the court. I mean, you take a knee and you diss America and then you want to come crying and say, "Oh, now I've decided I like America." Well, you probably like America a lot more after 10 years over there. <laughs> I don't know. Well, she may
0: actually say, "Well, I'm still an American and I have the right to speak my mind and so I you know, it's in the constitution that I can speak my mind and so I did, but that shouldn't mean that I should be disregarded as an american you know what i kind of disagree really and all i can do. hear in my head right now is that song Hoop, there it is
1: <laughs> Hoop, there it is that's so sorry cool. but Hoop, there <laughs> it is that's fantastic and, and i can hear my dad you made your bed you lie in it I, right? that was his favorite saying
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. and you know i I I look at who she is and what she represents. She's a big prize for uh, Putin, a big, big prize. She represents the elitist, right? That celebrity, elitist, American, self-absorbed. We think everything is all about us, right? And that we're entitled, we, you know, every, we deserve and that, or, or we don't deserve this kind of treatment. And then, I mean, it's, it, she's a big prize for him. She really is because she represents all of that to, to them. And isn't Uh, she playing into
1: that nicely? Isn't she? (laughs) She And you do this at a time when we are basically almost at war with Russia. Right. They Russia's not inclined to do anything nice for us. What are they what what would be their motivation when we are sending all kinds of money to Ukraine who they are fighting when we are saying when we had the president saying that we need to get Putin out of power, why would he want to do us a favor? This was not a good time to make this mistake. Uh, No, sorry, not funny. Funny. Sorry, not
2: Oh, my gosh. So I just, you know, and when you see all of the other elite athletes standing up and speaking on her behalf, right, all of her her athlete friends like LeBron James and, you know, calling out that's that's why Biden is is coming out and saying anything about it, because there's so much press around it. And he thinks that it's going to boost his ratings if he, if he supports getting her out. That's it's, true.
0: Mm-hmm. And that makes me so mad. That just really frosts my cookie. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it does. Of the- there's, because of that family, Linda, that you mentioned, there's a, a man being held in prison over there and what has been done for all those years for him. So a basketball player and they're, and they're talking about I mean, the fact that the president is even considering anything at all. I even read something about a trade between uh, prisoners because of her. And I wanted to say, you know, celebrity has an incredible, sickening status in this country. And when it comes to things like this, especially, Linda, like you mentioned with this one, Biden is like, it's just like a dangling
1: thing. Like, look what I got. Look, just dropped into my lap. She did it herself. Mm-hmm. Well, and there's 62 or 64 other people, other Americans being held in countries um, around the world. There, There's a minister that has been imprisoned in, I, I honestly can't remember, um, wh- I don't know, Iran, Afghanistan, Kuwait, I don't know, somewhere um, in the Middle East for like, 15, 16, 17 years right now. And these are not people that committed crimes other than maybe preaching or something like that. So so how do we just pick out this person? Is it like the squeaky wheel and the other people's lives are not important? I I don't know. I don't know. You know, there maybe there'll be a trade for her. But then I still would ask, what about the other 62, 61 people that are imprisoned? So I I don't know. It's hard to feel bad for her when she really seemed to hate America before she left, when she had nothing nice to say about America. America who has given her so much opportunity. America who has elevated her to a lifestyle that she never would have had talented. Yes, she's talented. Um, but they, America has accepted her as a gay woman. There are other countries in the world that would murder her for that. So, you know, you know, I don't think you can, can you be gay in Russia? I, I have no idea.
2: I don't think you can. I don't think you can as a citizen of Russia, can you, you can't outwardly be gay. I don't think. So
1: look at some of the Middle Eastern countries. Well, they'll throw you off a roof if you're if you're gay. So you know, I mean, she didn't know how good she had it. Mm -mm. Is she? um, Did I read
0: somewhere? What is her link with Russia? Does she have a Russian heritage? No, she playing basketball. She played basketball there. I thought there was some sort of Russian heritage for some reason. No, yeah,
1: there is. I don't know. She's, she's not somebody that I follow in the news so much, <laughs> but anyway, um, but it, you know, I got, guess we've, we, we've said all that we have to say on that because wh- what else can you say? It's really going to be up to what the court decides she has pled guilty. Um, now we wait for the decision of her sentencing and then even after her sentencing, because I'm sure she'll get sentenced to something, then, then whatever negotiations are gonna be done on the part of America and Russia um, can go forward if and when both countries choose to make that happen. And right now with the, the climate um, between the two countries, I'm not sure that's gonna be something unless it really benefits Russia.
2: While many things we hear are lies, we know one thing is true. Viruses exist and people get sick. Look, there's no guaranteed way to keep from getting sick, but there is a way to reduce your chances. RX, the original povidone iodine-based antiviral nasal spray that you hear Dr. McCullough talking about, provides an additional invisible layer of protection from colds, flu, coronaviruses, and more. Click the banner ad on americaoutloud.com and use promo code OUTLOUD for 20% off. Stay protected with Co-fix RX.
3: Oral hygiene hasn't changed in 50 years. Brush, floss, repeat. We're told to use fluoride, which doesn't really address the acid-creating bacteria. That is where the dentist-recommended Spry Dental Defense System shines. Spry products contain xylitol, a natural sugar which helps get rid of those nasty smelly acid creating bacteria in our mouth the best way to care for your teeth and gums is by using spry the spry dental defense system has a wide variety of products toothpaste mouthwash mints and chewing gums that are designed to work together to keep your teeth clean and mouth healthy and smelling sweet all day long to get your oral care back on track in an easy effective and very tasty way Switch to Spry today. Ask your dentist about Xylitol and the Spry products. Spry can be found online and at all fine natural product retailers. Don't miss an episode of the Ladies of Liberty Sound Off. Subscribe to
0: the podcast. And for the latest news and inspiration, join us back at AmericaOutloud.com. Okay, ladies, I'm back. And I wanted to share this with you because... I have a feeling I'm not alone on this, but I would love to hear if others are experiencing the same thing. Our daughter is 21. She graduated from college recently and got her first big girl job. And it happened relatively quickly. So within three weeks, she graduated, left the university, moved back to Michigan, and then moved into a new apartment and started her job just like that within three weeks. So really no no downtime in between. And she's someone who's extremely gregarious and social and very happy, very happy person, um, has had lots of friends and has been living with peers, living with other friends for a number of years through university life. And suddenly she's in a town that she's not familiar with a new work atmosphere, all staff that she just met and getting to know, and you work eight to five. And when five o'clock rolls around, what do you do? And I'd get the phone call the first week of, boy, you know, I come home, I've unpacked, I'm trying to do laundry and. They're just, and it kind of, that was starting to go downhill a little bit. Like, you know, I just keep thinking that somebody's going to be coming home and I'm going to sit up and talk with people and la la, la. And then just two weeks after starting her, the job, I get a phone call at 11 o'clock at night, a FaceTime at 11 o'clock at night, sobbing. She's sobbing. And all I hear is, I can't do it. I can't do this. I can't. Do this and I said, What? What can't you do? Uh, I how do people do this? How do people go to work from eight to five every day? And then when you get out of work, you have to like figure out what you're gonna have for dinner, you have to go grocery shopping, you're tired, you go home, and there's nobody there. I don't I'm not living with anybody, there's nobody there, there's nobody to talk to, and it's really, really lonely, and it's and it's it's I hate it. I hate it. I'm I'm thinking of quitting and moving back home. And I'll look for something closer to home because I know you guys and I have community. I need community. I don't, it was panic. It was pure out panic. And of course my heart went out to her. I did my best to just listen and let the verbal vomit happen, which it did. And she, you know, she had herself convinced that she would much rather live at home in our basement than, and have people that she knew and could talk to and she needs friends and so long story short, by 2 a.m. and a bag of Cheetos, <laughs> we were both doing better. And I, you know, and I have to say, I really wasn't doing bad. I, I remember, I do remember, it's it's a culture shock to go from living a college life to real life. And it's a tremendous transition. And it's completely different now than when it was A few years ago when I went, (laughs) it's very, very, every, the world is different. Everything is different. The fact that people, everybody has a phone is different. I mean, I called my parents once every two weeks when I was at university and now it's FaceTime every other day. So trying to help your offspring adapt to what I'm going to just call the real world, because this is real life and university life is not the real world. Never again are you in a situation where you're surrounded by 26 to 60,000 peers. And thank goodness her new job is fabulous. And I've been trying to share with her, get in community. You need to find that community. And yes, it's going to take some work on your part. So I encouraged her to go to, we know of a church and we actually know the minister there. And she finally got to go and she started meeting people and she already has some friends and they've done a, a bonfire. And so then I get a phone call of, this is great. This finding community is huge and being social, you know, we're not meant to be alone. And that's, that's, that's where we're at. We're trying to help your offspring grow up, um, now, whether it's too much compared to the way that it was maybe in the fifties, where sometimes parents like shoved your kid out the door at eighteen and said, "Go get a life." For some reason, they talk like this. I don't know. <laughs> Go get a life. <laughs> okay. But
1: well, I think I did that. <laughs> did you? Okay. Well, what did I, you do? I I left when I was eighteen. But you know, with 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 my kids, um, I I really was somebody that said, "Okay, you know, now you're." you're 18 and you need to start thinking about, you know, what you're going to do. And I mean, I wasn't that the kind of parent that wants my kids to live at home forever. I want to push them out of the nest and have them be self-reliant. So my oldest is the only girl and she always was very much a loner, very, very smart. Um, but very much a loner, not, not a lot of friends, So when it came time for her to go to college, she easily got accepted to a medical program. And so she, I said, okay, we're going to take you there and you need to live at the college. Well, the college was only probably less than an hour from the house, but I, I wanted her to get the experience of being away from home because at home she never had to do anything. And so she, she was all for it. So we go over there and she go she gets the room in the dorm and the roommate. And a few days later she called me up and she said, it's just in tears. She said, I want to come home. I want to live at home and I'll, I'll just commute. Well, she could do that. But I said, no, I said, you have got to learn how to be independent because if something happens to me, you won't even know how to order a pizza. You'll starve to death. And I, I, you need to learn how to live life without being sheltered by somebody else. And it was the hardest thing I swear I ever did. I told her, I said, don't call me back until you make a friend there. And I know she, I see your face there Becky. Um but
3: it's good. I that swear
1: was it was two good. days was two days later was. she called me back and she said you'll never believe what happened. So in the dorms apparently there's groups of kids that'll go around they knock on every door and they say, "Okay, we're all going to go see a movie. Do you want to go?" And so she accepted the invitation, which is totally out of character. And she went and she had a great time. She met friends. And do you know that that quickly she got herself into the the, the culture? She's never been gregarious. To this day, she's not gregarious. She's very much her, she and her husband both are very much loners and they live in their own world um, with with us, not with us, but down literally live down the street from us. But From that time, she has been fine, which was literally just a couple of days after I had that conversation with her. I hung up the phone and totally cried my eyes out. I just was, I felt broken. I felt like, you know, as a parent, am I doing the right thing? But my heart said, if something happens to me, she won't know how to exist. And the most important thing to me is that if I'm not here, she has to know how to live her life. Right. And that was, that was my, my motivation and she did and it worked out. And today she thanks me for that, but oh my gosh, it's hard. It
2: is so hard. And it, and it never, I just think it just never stops being hard. You know, I think, um, the way that I raised my girls sometimes, you know, you, when you think you're doing the right thing and then you look back and you think, did I do that right? Uh, maybe I shouldn't have done that right that way. You know, both of my girls were in private school, which meant that we, you know, we, everybody drove their kids to school. So we were all over the, everybody lived all over the city. It wasn't like the neighborhood school, right. Um, where there was, you know, the kids that you went to school with were in your neighborhood. That's, that's not the way my kids grew up. So what happened was, and I know Becky did the same thing. We we did play dates, you know. We we set up play dates for them, right? So, and you know, some some were elaborate, some weren't, you know. And uh, but you just what what's happening though is that they're not setting up their own play dates. They're not having to make their own friendships, right? And 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 I I'm going to say that I'm guilty. I was guilty sometimes, like, because you set up the play date, I want to like the mom. So, you know, <laughs> you, you should really like that little girl, right? <laughs> Let's set up a play date with that little girl, right? Oh, I never or, did
0: that. Right.
2: Yeah. <laughs> or or the mom you didn't really gel with, you don't want to go over there, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> Right. So, um, you know, I don't think I did my girls such, such a great service in that respect. Their very best friends, the longest best friends that they've had are all the children of my best friends. We all do, you know, hang out together and play together and go on vacation together and like a big family. And, it it was all fun and games. And then when my daughter, when Gabs went to school in Arizona, all by herself and didn't know everybody, anybody, it was tragic. She was such a fish out of water. And, um, you know, I too got that sobbing, very sad phone call. Um, now this was in college, right? So they had a community kitchen in her, in the dorm. And I said, okay, this is, you got to do this. Just try it. Okay. You just go into that kitchen and I want you to start to make a simple marinara. Okay. Just a simple marinara. And, uh, I said, make a whole bunch of it. Don't make just enough for yourself. Okay. Um, and what's going to happen. I guarantee once that garlic hits the (laughs) oil, Okay. And that aroma starts moving through the hallways. People are going to start popping their head in to see what you're making. And then you'll add the onions and the prosciutto and then the right. And the, and, um, because we do love to cook and she really fought me on it, but lo and behold, she'd went and heads were popping in and she said, oh, I'm just making a simple marinara. Would you like to join me? And, you know, she sat down, they had a meal together and she ended up meeting like three other girls. And they, they decided to do Tuesday night dinners where they would take turns making dinner. And I've said this before, but I really believe that food is such an incredible medium. It's such an incredible, you know, the, the best way to meet people, to share your food, to invite them for dinner, to invite them for lunch, even, you know, a snack right um, go on a picnic but it's it's um it's it is the great medium you know and she ended up making some good friends that way um, but now she's graduated college she's now married and her husband has been deployed and she is going to move to an- in the military she has just- military right her husband is in the army and she is now looking for her first big girl job. Like we talked about, just like Mary and she's like, I'm going to have to move someplace and I don't know anybody. And um, you know what she told me, I was so proud of her. She said, mama, there's this new friendship app and it's called, there's a couple of them. One's Bumble BFF, the, uh, another one, is yubo y-u-b-o and it's kind of like tinder but just for friends just for friendships to find people in your you know town um that you can meet for coffee and see if you gel isn't it i think that's <laughs> find a new girl a new friend right so i thought that was really great she found that out all on her own um but she's going to be moving she's going to be moving you know across state right to a different state and uh and Brian was l- like you know we can I'll hire a couple guys to help her cuz cuz Justin isn't here and I'm like honey her mom has to be there okay <laughs> yes <laughs> you know i said i'm not going to just hire a couple guys and let her navigate you know all the way I'm like, there's Linda would though. Linda would. Linda, Linda would.
1: Just no, think- she wouldn't. No, <laughs> not a move like
2: that. I'm like, no way. Mom's got to go and be there. Um, But there is also something that I mean, I'm fighting within myself. You know, he's going to be gone for another six months. And I'm like, just get a job in Phoenix. What? Six months. Just come live with us, save money. Do you know what I, you know, save money for your house. And then when he returns from, de- you know, from deployment, then you guys can afford to buy your own house. Blah, That's blah, a great blah. idea. I
1: think it is. She's yeah. really fighting me on it. We, we did that um, for our, for our youngest son and his wife, when mm-hmm. they were building a house and they, so we had to move out of their house and sell it and live with us for a year Mm -hmm. as they built their other house house, and that way they had extra money so that when their house got built, they could do things. Right. I'm like, it's six months. It's six months, you know,
2: really fast because otherwise they're going to be paying for two different. He's still paying for his apartment off base. And then she'll be paying for whatever apartment she has. Why are you going to do that? Why would you want to come back home? Right. So, okay. So I'm not crazy. I'm not being the overbearing. Oh gosh,
0: no, no. That's no. just, that makes good financial sense.
2: Really, I good Ramsey
1: plan. would say it would be good. Don't yeah. you? Yeah.
0: But
1: yeah. yeah I, I think the point is for, for all of us, I mean, and for, for all the moms out there that are listening that have kids that are kind of on that cusp of being an adult that, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, we, we, they need us. They still need us and we need to be there to, you know, help guide them into that adulthood so that they can be independent. And then your relationship gets to change and it's, it's still wonderful. You know, I mean, it's, I I love seeing my kids that are now all adults and independent. I love it, but I'm still mom and I'm still there for them as we all are. And they can still pick up that phone and call. Um, it's mm-hmm. funny cause the, the one that I'm probably the closest to as far as talking to every day or twice a day is my daughter-in-law who, um, whose mom had passed when she was young. And so I was able to kind of fill that spot in her life and, and it's just wonderful. So to all the moms, you know, your, your kids will always be your kids and, okay. and we, we just need to be there for them. Ladies, thank you so much for spending the day with me. I love it. And uh, always enjoy talking to both of you. (laughs) Couldn't (laughs) couldn't enjoy the facial expressions more. I wish everybody could see it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, ladies, that's a wrap.
0: One more step for womankind.